Hey guys, welcome to Culture. It's your homegirl. It's your host, Bromley. Today we're doing another episode with another medical graduate. And he's going to be sharing a lot of details about what it was like for him during med school. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Let's get to it. So like I said, guys, we have another medical school graduate here with us, and I'm going to introduce him. His name is Dr. Saruban Baskaran. You want to holla? Hey, yep. Sorry. I'm I'm so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys, if there's any confusion, basically, there's this thing going on where I'm speaking into the phone, but we're looking at each other on the laptop. So that's where the confusion <laughs> yeah. was. But so I just want to say hello to everyone and um, hi Bromley. Um, also want to thank you, Bromley, for you know, uh, you know, I feel privileged Absolutely. for this opportunity. Um, so, oh, yeah. for no worries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you could. You you said yes. I I know you have a crazy busy schedule, which I'm gonna get into. Like by the way, guys, Saruban right now is uh like fully working in the NHS, which is in the UK, which he's working in hospitals in the, in the UK. And he's, he's full on doctor, doctor mode. And like, he's <laughs> doing so good. I'm so, I, prior to, um, asking him if he was willing to do, I was asking him about what his, uh, what his timetable looked like during the days. And he was saying how busy he is. So we'll, <laughs> we'll get in, we'll get down to a little bit, you know, in the next couple of minutes, but, but I just want to say congratulations. First of all, like you graduated literally like like a month ago and you're already on a roll yeah no um I, I think the thing is although my graduation was like last month I was able yeah. to start my paperwork for GMC graduation um after my last state exam because I got the document uh-huh. from the university saying sort of you know I've graduated I'm just awaiting yes uh, okay. graduation day so um I was registered into the GMC which is the general medical council in the UK which is a sort of official body for all the doctors yes. Um, I was, um, you know, registered mid part of January. Um, yeah. and I sort of had a job lined up a couple of weeks prior to that. So I was able to work from there, which is where Amazing. I'm still working now. <laughs> oh, God bless you. That's, that's just incredible. Like I, I pray that God just blesses you more and more when it comes to, you know, your, Thank you your so achievements. Much. That's really sweet. Yeah, that is actually sure. really sweet. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to, so the, the major reason why I wanted to do this, especially the, uh, the previous episode that I did is with uh, another uh, medical graduate. And I wanted to ask you guys, like, you know, what is your, exp- what your experience has been for the past, like, you know, six years of studying here in Bulgaria. So, you know, if you, what would you say that you wish you knew when you, let's say you began your first year here in Bulgaria? It's more, so I class Bulgaria is more of um it's not just academical, it's also life lessons. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of two dimensional in this situation. It's multidimensional, but for me, it's like the main two aspects were academics and life and what I learned, you know, via, um, my, um, sort of my experiences in Sofia. So yeah. in terms of academical side, what I wish I learned is how, you know, Okay, I don't yeah, how disorganized it can be in the Sofia. Yeah. Um because obviously going from mm. the UK and how sort of structured things are. 
and you go mm, to Sofia yeah. and things aren't as structured. Um, yeah. You sort of, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, I'll tell you a story. Um, okay. I, the story is, you know, top of my head because I'm, I was talking to one of my friends about it on graduation day. Um, we were, um, so this was a few months in, around December time. We must have had two months of university. And, um, we were told by the professors our first exam was cytology. Our first sort of major exam finals mm-hmm. was cytology, which would be in February. And right. we had, so we were told this in December. We had no seniors who would if, inform us because we were the first sort of UK students to start in our university, um, mm-hmm. properly. So I remember, I remember just being really confused about how, number one, what is this exam? I know we were going to lessons and stuff. We were looking at slides, you know, you know how you look at the histological yeah, slides yeah. and stuff. But it wasn't that. The exam was more theoretical based. The slides was just the practical part of it. And yeah. I remember being really confused and where to study. What is this exam? You know, how, like, there's so many questions. Like, even the yeah. most simplistic questions, like which book to study from to how was the exam going to be structured? Like, I had no idea. Bearing in mind, this was December. The exam was, what, two months away. Um, you know, we didn't even know there was a shop called Xerox. And we, we, you know, we've walked past it and stuff, but we didn't know this is a shop where you buy this syllabus and you sort of work yeah. your way down the syllabus and you use materials, whether given by university or external materials. Yeah. And, you know, this is just one of the examples of how um, you sort of had to be quite resourceful. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're in, um, you know, Sofia or when you study abroad, really, where you've had yeah. no support, uh, you, you know, um, absolutely elder years. Um, so in academical side, I learned that, you know, you've got to be, you know, thinking on your feet all the time. You've got to be resourceful. You have to, oh, um, yeah. you have to expect the unexpected. Like you can't be surprised, you know, if, if when there's, when there's something really bad happening or when there's a surprise, bad surprise thrown at you. You've got to stand up and, you know, fight. And you can't just sit back and, ah, oh, why is this happening to me? And yeah, that yeah. brings me on to nicely the second aspect, which is life lessons. You know, what we need mm. to understand is, you know, just like you, just like me, we came into university in a whole different country at the age of 18, you know. Yeah. Um, and I left when I was 24. So this is the prime years where you have an identity, where you figure yourself out. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Like, yeah. You know, this is the first years of you being adult. And this is where yeah. you, you're, you're responsible. You're accountable for all your actions and you are a fully fledged, fledged citizen and oh, you're yeah. maturing and stuff. So you being put in a completely different country, it's only going to expedite your maturing process. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, you know, you can't predict anything in uh, life in general anyway, but especially in Sofia, like you just couldn't predict anything and yeah. things happen all the time and you just have to be ready. You just have to be ready and you have yeah. to either stand there and, you know, you know, like I said, fight or flight. <laughs> I love the autonomic nervous <laughs> system. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got to stand up and, you know, um, you know, deal with the situation at hand or you, you can't be the victim. You have to try and deal with the situation. That's one thing. My mentality is like, I try and deal with the situation. I hate having the victim mentality. So they're, that, yeah. they're, the, they're the two sort of umbrella terms, like academics and life, what I've figured out. You just have to be ready, mm. um, whatever life throws at you. Oh, amazing. Wow. 
That's that's incredible. I think you pretty much summed up my whole six years for sure. Like I think sometimes we, um, especially when we start off, we focus heavily on the academics and like I was talk- talking to CEO and she was telling on how exams and things like that ha- had took a toll on her, you know, like because you're like, oh, where do I study from? So in turn and in turn, it's affecting affecting how you see yourself. Am I good enough to do this? You know, you see, you see yourself questioning your abilities, you know? So like, so over the years, how do you, how have you seen yourself evolve? Like, okay, so let's say like, since we're talking about med school per se, you know, like, let's say you had a topic that a particular subject you say, like, what, what was your study pattern? Like, like, how do you get down to it? You know, when it comes to see, this is the thing, like, the fact is, like I said earlier, because we didn't have uh, anyone to guide us, we had mm. to figure out a plan that suits us from the beginning. And yeah. one thing I figured out is in medical school, it's not the depth of knowledge. Like, you know, if you have a sort of range of topics you need to learn for an exam, which is about, say, 150 topics, it's not about how deep, you know, every 150 topics. It's about if you know the 150 topics to a great, like a decent extent. You know, Ooh, it's about okay. the breadth, not oh, the great. depth of knowledge. That's one thing I figured out very quickly is that, you know, they want you to know, you need to understand wherever in life, you know, as a doctor now, I'm a junior doctor. And yeah. you need to understand your remits and your competencies, you know, what you're meant to be doing at that point. And, you know, try, no, I wouldn't say try not to overdo. You also have to be initiative and you need to try and, you know, push past the boundaries you have. But you need to know what's expected of you at all times. And as a mm, medical student, okay. I figured out I don't need to know like a book written by a professor of Harvard about the, you know, yeah. the cytology exam, for example, I mentioned earlier. What I need to know yeah. is what's required of me for that specific subject as in, in a role of a medical student. Absolutely. So that's one thing I figured out in terms of exams. Like, you know, if I, you know, I can understand what CMR is, you know, um, you know, it took a toll, like it does take a toll on anyone, like it took a toll on me, it, took to- it takes a toll on most people, really. But yeah. it's about understanding that, you know, where, the how do I explain it? So if everyone years above have graduated and finished, then there's sort of that, you know, I'm also good enough. It's a sort of mentality yes. that I, I yeah. think, you know, I don't think it's, um, as you know, it's, 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 it gives a reality check, really. It's like, if you, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it's one of the things where I, I tried to, um, in my exam times and stuff, I realized, okay, this is what I've got to study. And I have to, number one, my most important thing for me is I've got to finish every single topic. I need to know something about everything. Yeah. Not everything yeah. about something. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. So if there's 150 topics, you need, you don't need to know everything about 30 topics you need to know something about 150 topics because the chances of you getting one of the topics is one in 150 yeah do you understand so that's one thing i learned in terms of exams and stuff um and that puts things in perspective when you realize there's only you know there's only so much i can do but i need to know everything something about everything it sort of puts the things in perspective and that's how i sort of dealt with exams from first to all, and all the all the way until state exams oh amazing um, but obviously when you move up the years you need to learn more and more about a certain topics when you come to state exams you need to learn enough to be classified as a doctor of course but oh, this is there's skills you you know medical school journey is, is a journey 
you know, you sort of pick yeah. up skills, you pick up knowledge. And by the end, it's an accumulation. Hopefully it's an accumulation. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you learn in the first five years. Oh, so, um, that's one thing I, I try to put things into perspective, um, from the beginning when it comes to academics anyway. Oh, that's, that's great. That's, that's super advice, by the way. Um, I want to ask you, uh, now, because I did mention before, like now you're, uh, you're, you know, working doctor, you're in, you're in the field now, like how, how do you feel? You know, I, I'm guessing like a lot of people wouldn't want, would want to know what it's, what is, how is med school training prepped you for like your practical work as a doctor? Um, it's, how do I feel as a genie doctor? Um, I feel out of depth. <laughs> As everyone does. Uh, honestly, I think Aww. the first one month, one and a half months, you sort of, tr you know, trembling along the woods and you're, you don't know what's going on. You're sort of there and you're trying to figure out what's going on. You're given jobs. You try and do them. If not, you get advice. How medical school has, um, prepared me for it. It's the most important thing I would say in medical school is giving me is the mentality. It's, yeah. you know, when something hard is thrown at you, like I said, you know, it's your responsibility to make it work or learn to make it work. Right. And that's one thing I would appreciate Sophia for. It's, it's given me the mentality to, it doesn't matter what, how hard the situation, some, you know, granted some situations are really hard where you can't just fight. You have to look. I've lost it. <laughs> Can you take yeah. a break? But most of yeah. the situations I've, um, I've been able to like, you know, handle, you know, speak to the relevant people. You know, if say, for example, let's give me, let me, let me give you an example. If I'm not able to you catheterize a patient, which is mm -hmm. if the patient's not passing urine appropriately, you give, yeah. you put the tube into the bladder and, you know, and yeah. if I'm, you know, I'm, if I'm not skilled enough to do it, I, you know, speak to the relevant people and say, look, I'm an international medical graduate and I haven't got the practical experiences you have. And I don't know how to do this. Is it possible for you to show me once and um, I can possibly yeah. do it? One thing I've realized when you're working is if you're honest, they appreciate it. And okay. that's one thing I try and do. Like, you know, I'm on it. I'm trying to tell them, look, this is my, this is what I know in this situation. Can you that's help good. me? Can you, can you help me? do um this particular thing and if mm -hmm. you can i'll learn it and next time i will do it myself and that's why that's the sort of thing i've been trying to follow is that you know if i don't know i ask someone amazing. and i make sure i make sure the next time i can do it myself oh that's amazing that's amazing advice oh yeah this is news for me as well like i mean i don't know uh if uh, people who are listening like even for me like i'm i want to try in the uk and things like that so for me as well this is like extremely informative so that's amazing that's that i think those um oh that's just incredible i'm just gonna leave it at that but and um and i think that's one advice you should you know any everyone and you and everyone who's listening to this should um take is uh you know you shouldn't worry about not knowing everything when you start working yeah because like when you study abroad yeah and you transition into a completely different country's health system it's yeah. impossible for you to know everything about how how it works no one who studied abroad yeah. just is climatized so if you are you're incredible and i commend you for it but 
Mm. I haven't been able to. I know my friends who how are who graduated with me who some of them are working and they also haven't been able to instantly climatize to it. It's about perseverance. It's about yeah. it's about being honest with yourself number 1 what you know. Mm. Number 2 being honest with your colleagues and number 3 willing to learn. You always have to be willing to learn. Like every day you go into work, you have to have the mentality. I, I'm. I can't wait to learn something today. I know it's going to be a hard day. I, I know it's going to be a hard day, but I can't wait to learn something new. I can't wait. To, when you finish work, honestly, when I finish yeah. work, there, I'm tired. Hundred percent of the time, I'm tired. But I'm hundred percent of the time also. I'm also very fulfilled that I help, being able to help someone. I am amazing. Amazing. I am also yeah. learning something to better myself and better, you know, patient healthcare. in the f- near amazing future. so that's oh, that's so one advice i'd give you guys <laughs> give myself oh, two by God the way i'm not any <laughs> yeah that's amazing um like oh that's incredible i think i think you've i i had i was thinking in my head like i have a lot of questions i want to ask you and so you've pretty much covered everything i'm not even joking like you've covered <laughs> everything and everything that you've said so far is so valuable like is there is there anything else that you know f- like looking at your six years and um and your you know your uh time as working as a doctor anything else that stands out for you that maybe might help uh you know students who are in med school right now i think med school was i don't think for many people it's not um a linear experience what i mean by that is you're not always going to have fun and jolly times because mm. when you're living away from home there's a lot of factors to realize like you're living away from home you're still essentially you're adults but you're a young adult you're figuring things out yeah. by yourself and everyone else in your surrounding it's okay to feel down sometimes it's okay to feel you know not with it sometimes and you've got to realize that like i felt like that for during six years there were times where i felt like you know i felt lost i felt lost and as a reaction i was doing things that was not me at a lot of points yeah. in my life and yeah. you know i think that's one thing you need to realize that you know if you need to have a good you know circle around you of people you can speak to Absolutely. and sometimes even they can't help you you can only help yeah. yourself and you need to give yourself time to get over certain things get through certain things um yeah and that's one thing i realized like over 6 years there were good years there were bad years but in the end it was all worth it it was all, yeah. all it was all worth it because number one um i was able to get the thing i went for which is my medical degree and with god's grace Absolutely. i'm a, i'm a doctor now but the, yeah. number two i got incredible valuable life lessons that i don't think i would have got if i studied in the uk you know oh, in man. the uk yeah. i've got all the comfort like i live with my family and you know i've got all the comfort given for me i've been taken out of the comfort zone i'm sure everyone listening and you know yourself bromley you know we've been yeah. taken out of the comfort zone and our sort of education we've got i'm not talking about academic our education life education we've got is second to none compared to the colleagues you'll be working so cherish whatever you're feeling if you're yeah. feeling you know good cherish it if you're feeling bad also cherish it because things aren't always going to be bad you know um yeah and do have good coping mechanisms when you feel bad realize okay why am i feeling bad why do i feel you know why am i going through this hard time okay yeah. right this is the hot pro issue how am i going to make sure if i go through this situation again that i don't get to this position 
Or if I get on, to this yeah. position, how am I going to come out of it? It's about coping mechanism at the end of the day in your life, really. Um, oh. That's one thing that is, you know, over six years, that's the one thing I um, realized and learned, you know, you can't keep me down for too long. <laughs> yeah, you tell them, you tell them, son. <laughs> that's, that's one thing, amazing. like, you can't keep me down for too long. Oh, that's and amazing. I, um, as, that's, that's a coping mechanism of mine. Um, just keep, get up, keep fighting. Oh, amazing. So, Ruben, amazing. I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I'm just, I'm just listening and I'm just, I feel so like, like oh, I I feel blessed to like to listen to what you have to say. Like it's it's really like it's you you're being hundred percent real. I can tell that everything that you just expressed right now is like is straight is straight up. You know. Yeah. So I just want to say like I think I think I think that's 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 pretty much wraps everything that I want at least what I wanted to ask you and you 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 know you you are amazing. So I just want to say like again like thank you so much for doing this with me. Like you you have no idea like. It's whoever is able to hear this and just like to feel encouraged. That's the only that one person who feels encouraged that that's that's what matters. So thank you so much. For I also want to say, um, number, I do want to say that, you know, um, I, like I said, I'm grateful to be here. I want you to persevere through. I know, you know, you're doing podcasts and stuff. You know, there might yeah. be resistance from outside because it's a new thing. And especially, you know, it's not, it's not a new thing in the whole grand scheme of things, but especially in our culture and thing, you know, I'm sure. People are like, what's a podcast? You know, you might have had people, I, I don't know. You might have you know, yeah. naysayers and stuff. <laughs> so I want you to keep pushing, keep persevering because, oh, you know, you. past the first stage of resistance is where you uh, bear all the fruits. So keep going. You, I will support you as much as I can in this, in your venture of yours. And oh, yeah, thank just keep you. going oh, and you're doing so a really much. good job. And I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. It means the, that means the world to me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like, you know, I pray that, you know, God blesses you on whatever, whatever it is. And I'm sure like from the way you just spoke, I know that, you know, um, God's, God's got you. So <laughs> you'll be great. You'll be great. You'll make your parents proud. <laughs> <laughs> so. But thank you again. I want to say thank you. And I, I want to thank you guys for listening. And, you know, I hope, um, wh- whatever we spoke today, you know, has, if you you guys feel encouraged listening to it so so that's we're gonna wrap it up now and but sorry but you want to say bye to them <laughs> yes thank you guys um for listening to me and listening to bromley um you know keep pushing whatever you're doing keep persevering and greatness will come yes amazing amazing all right guys we'll speak to you guys soon Bye bye